Joining us now on the show is uh, an old friend of mine now, I can say that because we've known each other about four or five years, Eric Garfield, Baltimorean, now a Sarasotan. Uh, first of all, how are you, uh, Mr. Garfield? Doing good. Happy Saturday. Thanks for asking. How are you? Uh, I know you're a big fan of Craig Heist, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. How are you, sir? Doing good. Doing good. All right. uh, happy Saturday to you, too. All right. Now, the Sarasota area, by the look of the weather map, uh, the west coast of Florida looks right now like it's going to be spared any uh, significant uh, problems due to the hurricane. It looks like our coast is going to be safe. Uh, I woke up early this morning and started looking at it, but uh, you know, hopefully, you know, in a matter of hours, we can say the same thing about both sides. Maybe it'll stay out out in the ocean, or maybe go uh, elsewhere. But you know, let's keep our my side for right now is safe. Let's keep our fingers crossed. One of the um, the um, uh, situations that the the hurricane and where its uncertain path uh created was the fact that the gulf coast league which was due to just uh, enter its playoff uh, situation they decided to be proactive and uh do you think they made the right move in calling off the rest of their season yes yeah uh a lot of the players are not local and you know at the end of the season means it's time for them to go be with their families or to where they're from, some of them are from areas where the hurricane might pass or might have thought to pass through. So uh, it's not, you know, the games, no matter what, are not well attended. And it would have taken, you know, uh, effort all across the state in, in, in multiple cities to complete the, the playoffs and the, the short series. So, you know, as much as a lot of people wanted to see it, and it really focused for the Orioles to be in first, you know, they – they made it for, for, for safety, so it's definitely the smart smart decision. All right. Now, you're a hardworking guy, and you have a company down there, Baltimore Snowball Company, which has the concession at the ball games. You do events and parties down there, and your, um, your livelihood has been deprived of you because of an unfortunate uh, automobile accident. You were actually on a bike, and somebody hit you, and you were banged up pretty bad. But on, a, on one positive side of it, and I know what you've gone through physically uh, to, to get back to some normalcy in your life, but um, uh, one of the, 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 the positives of that was you had a lot of time on your hand uh, this uh, July and August, and you sort of took it upon yourself to, to take a look at the Oriole prospects in the Gulf Coast League. I can't even begin to tell you how much fun it was and just so totally uh random that i had this uh several weeks uh, month cluster of free time and the orioles rookie league team was right i live a, a couple blocks from the stadium and it was a team that performed excellently and really was uh seemed a level above their competition and it was good baseball station-to-station, fundamental-type baseball, and a first-place effort every game, every inning, every at-bat. You know, it really was very, very refreshing to see. Uh, not a lot of video, not no replay, nothing like that, No, barely any fans, no walk-up music. So it really was like very much raw, back-to-basics baseball, and it was just great to see an orange-and-black team playing the best. 
me ask you about Gunnar Henderson. What did you see out of him? Oh, Craig, a lot, a lot. Uh, he was the guy that uh, they drafted over oh, slot, over slot, number but, two pick, right, and signed him. Yeah, and no. a lot, and a lot yeah. of people in the organization are just really thrilled about that pick and what he could potentially be at the major league level eventually. Well, I'm no scout, but from what I saw early on, they have a lot of reason to be thrilled. It, it, you know, right now, I would say from what I saw, his ceiling is high, but his floor is also very high. He just looks he, – he's athletically built for someone so young. His wrists and his hands are huge, but he has a great attitude, a great baseball-loving attitude. He plays hard. He had uh, a very inconsistent first, uh, I guess, month or couple months of play, where his average, really, it sat at 180, it sat at 280, it sat at 80, and he finished up okay. They batted him first and second. Uh, a lot of times they DH'd him or didn't play him in the second game of a, of a doubleheader, but he plays very straight up. In the field, he, he feels the ball in front of him, not to the side. His throw is to first is a little sidearm, but it's got a lot of gas, and he throws it nice and high, not a lot of scoops. He has great range. He gets the balls that you would think off the bat that he just wouldn't. And remember, he's a kid. But I think the best thing is, is his offense. Very early on, he pulled a lot of things to first and, uh, and second. But as the season went on and he got more at-bats and a few more guys on, he used the whole field, and he even hit one in the, in the last game. I, I, I don't remember if he stopped at first or second, but it was a, a, long, a long shot to left field. In the last game, they actually ended up losing uh, the day before they called the season. We're talking so. with we're talking with Eric Garfield. You're listening to the bat around in the live casino hotel studios, and uh, Eric again. Just so folks out there know, they say, "Wait a minute, you got a guy on the show that's a, owns a snowball company, and he had a lot of free time." You used to work in the media. You worked over at WBAL, were a producer at Sportsline. So yeah, I just want to give you some credibility. Uh, that you've been around sports for a long time and know your stuff. Uh, yes, yes, I, I, I guess that part helps. But I've really been uh, been watching baseball. You know, I'm. I'm I know you're a huge sports. fan. Huge fan. Tell me. So tell I've us. Been, uh, t- tell Craig. I've been, I've been into the Orioles for a long time. Uh, we know that. Yep. Tell Craig and I. That's a name we knew, Gunnar Henderson. You said there are a lot of reasons down there to like what what you saw. Can you give us a, three or four other names and, and what impressed you about them? Absolutely. Uh, well, firstly, you know, the, the main thing, it's, it's, it's very apparent that uh, the, the new regime drafted for specific skills instead of, like, uh, best well-rounded player. And some of those skills already got players promoted. Uh, I really was impressed with uh, a guy who's on in, in Aberdeen now. His name is Trevor Putzig. He was drafted from Tennessee Tech, and he was a corner man. And he usually batted three, four, or five. And he really could make contact with, with anything. The way that people talk about uh, Vlad Guerrero, you know, he can hit one off the bounce. Putzig really drove the ball really well, but there were balls 
he's not like a work the count type of guy. When he sees one and, you know, he gives himself the green light, he smashes it. So he, he hit a lot of line drives, and he was one of the better offensive guys that I saw to, to move on. All right, give us two, uh, give us two, two or three more quickly because we got uh, Buck Britton we're due to call in two minutes. Oh, well, I'm sure he's going to know a little bit more than me. But, uh, mm-hmm. all right, another guy that moved on was a leadoff hitter named Mason Janvrin. He uh, was very, very, very quick. Reminds me of Trey Turner. Gets moving on the base pass super quickly. But uh, the one I liked the most was a pitcher named Nick Roth from Randolph-Macon. He was a closer. And he was, I mean, as close to unhittable as, as I've seen. Everything was very low, and he closed out some, uh, some really important games that helped them get on a, a, a good streak. So those are three guys that really stood out to me. All right, Trevor Putzik, Mason Janram, and Nick Roth. Remember them. All right. I'll call back in five years, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember we'll have you on. We'll have you on sooner than five years now. First of all, last question for you. We're about to have on an, another manager in the Orioles minor league system. Your impressions of how Mills did? Oh, man. He, he's the strong, just like he was in the bullpen, strong, silent leader. It's easy in baseball for guys to, to pull for someone with that attitude. And he never yelled. He only, the only time I heard his voice was cheering for the players from the dugout by name. He questioned a couple calls, but he wasn't loud. He wasn't boisterous. He made his point. He understood that sometimes there's only two umps, and some things work for him. Some things are going to end up not working for him. But I think his patience really is a good uh, – element for these kids to see like in their first exposure to professional baseball you know a lot a lot of managers in the rookie league were were like that and showed the same good qualities but you know Millsy team finished first here's the real last question egg custard with uh, marshmallow got one for me uh (laughs) if you come down to sarasota we can definitely work it out i'll uh, i'll actually be near my equipment uh this afternoon trying to get some stuff all right he's gonna fly down thank you sir appreciate it mr garfield thanks a lot for spending some time with us always nice to talk to you later guys all right there he goes eric garfield